Hey guys, it's your host, Aaliyah Dunham, um, on the show Assisting the Game. Today is the first episode of this podcast. I'm very excited to, you know, get this out to you guys. Um, today's episode will be mainly introducing myself um, and exactly what this podcast will be and what you could expect from this. Um, I have a fellow teammate and one of my closest friends, Kia Civils, here to kind of guide us through that and get to know me a little bit. She's going to ask a little bit of questions um, so that the listeners here that who that may not know me get to know me a little better. So, hey, Kia, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain at all. So um, my first question just for you is like, what's the goal of this podcast? So the goal of this podcast, um, growing up, I felt like I kind of knew college basketball, but I didn't know the ins and the out of it. So I kind of wanted to give back to the younger generation, um, allow them to have something to listen to, to look forward to, and kind of understand, you know, the ins and the outs of college basketball. Um, throughout this podcast, we'll have interviews um, from former and uh, current players in basketball, college players, um, as well as other sports, mainly basketball, but we'll, we'll extend to other sports. Um, but basically, the main goal is to, you know, kind of learn from other players, other point, uh, point of sports point of views and perspectives you know everyone has a different route you know some people may go juco some people may not go d1 uh different levels of college basketball but kind of understanding you know how they got there um what it was like when they got there but that that's the main goal is kind of you know spreading awareness to the younger generations and as well as you know parents parents are very involved so kind of giving them something to listen to and and kind of understanding you know what their child might go through right um so like you know how did you start playing basketball? Like, why did you start playing basketball? So I come from a big family. Um, I have a lot of older cousins who played sports, uh, mainly basketball. But, you know, I was always in the gym with my older cousin. He played AAU. Um, and so I, I traveled with him a lot. And that kind of put a ball in my hands in a sense. Um, his coach was actually my first uh, basketball coach and it started from second grade uh, my parents put us all in different sports you know I ran track cheered uh, played basketball we kind of did a little bit of everything but to me basketball stood out the most that was something that I fell in love with um, and then I actually found out that I was pretty good at it and kind of stuck with it so did you have any you know role models that you modeled your game after again I have a lot of cousins I come from a big family but so my first role model was OJ, OJ Mayo. He's my older cousin. I kind of grew up watching him play. So kind of mimicked his game a little bit and fell in love with the passion that he had, as well as Allen Iverson. Uh, any point guard, would I would say, uh, loves Allen Iverson. Um, just his, his height. Um, we're kind of the same height. Maybe he might be a little bit taller, but I'm not that tall. But just his passion for the game, his killer crossover, um, just just his personality kind of stood out to me the most. Uh, and then, you know, coming from South Charleston, West Virginia, you had Renee Montgomery and Alexis Hornbuckle played at Tennessee and UConn. So they were kind of the role models, you know, growing up. That was someone who I looked up to, you know, local, um, great basketball players, played professionally and still doing great for the community. So that was, that was like the small group that I really role modeled, as well as my parents. You know, they emphasize hard work and dedication, so. That's pretty much my role models. Okay, good. So, like, what inspires you um, when, you know, like, what's your why? My why would be definitely my family. Again, I come from a big family. Um, I have a lot of little cousins that are, you know, look up to me. So I want to be a positive role model to them. 
being the best I can on and off the court. Um, when it comes to school, you know, being a positive role model in that in that perspective, getting a good education, you know, taking care of my academics, um, and then on the court, you know, giving them an, an expression of themselves. You know, basketball to me is a way I can express myself um, in doing that in a positive manner. So for me, it was, you know, my family's my why. My parents did everything they could to get me to college, um, miss work, you know, sacrifice their free time. So I would definitely say my family is my why, and they keep me going. Good. So let's switch over because you were saying that you play you play Division One. So mm-hmm. um, like, how was that recruiting process? Like, how did how did that go? Um. So my recruiting process started when I played AAU. Um. I got my first offer in ninth grade by Furman University in South Carolina. That was in ninth grade. I played for uh, West Virginia Blue Star. Um. And then sophomore year of my high school uh, career, I transferred to uh, transition to West Virginia Thunder um, under Scott Johnson. Um, if you don't know who that is, Google him right now. Um, one of the best AAU coaches there is and coaches there is, period. Um, he sends a lot of players to college uh, for free. So I had a great opportunity to play for them for two years. Um, and then that's kind of how my uh, recruiting process started, you know, going to exposure events, um, being seen by college coaches, and then, you know, going to college campuses, getting offers and, and kind of sightseeing and seeing where I thought would be my home, um, which landed me at Xavier. Um, I committed there my junior year in high school, um, started there in fall 2017 as a freshman, and then stayed there all the way up until spring 2021 when I graduated there and got my bachelor's degree. Perfect. So, um, so how was your role at Xavier? My role at Xavier was kind of, you know, more of a facilitator, um, taking care of the ball, making sure people were in the right possession uh, positions and, you know, controlling the game, you know, keeping the pace of the game at our pace and not the other the opponent's pace. Um, you know, really making sure that my teammates were in the right spot, in the right spots, you know, directing traffic as the game went on, kind of the coach on the court, um, in a sense. But that that was my main role. Um, not saying that I couldn't score, I wasn't labeled as a scorer, but my main thing was to control the pace of the game. So I know you took your COVID year. So where, where did you go after your COVID year? Um, so for listeners who are listening, uh, if you don't know what COVID year was, so after, after COVID, the pandemic of 2020, um, NCAA granted everyone an extra year. So technically the year 2021 did not count. Um, you kind of got that year back. So I decided that it was best for me to um, grad transfer because I already got my degree. I had graduated. Um, grad transfer, um, enter my name in the transfer portal. Um, and that ended me back at home at Marshall University in Huntington, West Virginia. Uh, and that's, that's where I, I finished my COVID year played there for a year, started my master's in, in business and really enjoyed my last year. So like, I know Xavier and Marshall, like how was your role for on each team? I know it was hard just, you know, trying to get used to everybody, you know, new teammates. Um, so my role at Xavier was facilitate, you know, pass first, then, then I was the second option. Um, so transitioning to Marshall, you know, coach Kimber kind of wanted to be, 
look more at a, being a scorer. Um, so I, I kind of transferred from being a facilitator to more of a scorer, you know, looking for myself as well as, you know, looking for the next person. Um, but it took me a while to, you know, transition from one role to the other. Because again, for four years, I was looking for others versus myself. Um, and I felt like I slowly got there. I still don't think I got there like completely, but definitely towards the end of the year, my role, I started doing better in that role at Marshall. So how did you build that confidence confidence up to, you know, become that score and that offensive threat? So in high school, I would I would consider myself a scorer. I was the leading scorer for my high school. Um, and I knew I had that in, in me. I, I had that killer instinct because, again, in, in high school, I did that. Um, so in, in college, it kind of transitioned. But I always knew that in the back of my mind, I had that. And, and then continue to work, you know, work out, you know, work on my game, get better, put a lot of shots up, um, you know, putting shots up and, and feeling that confidence, watching the ball go in, you know, that gains the confidence. So when you go into the game, it, it's, it feels natural. Um, so I would just say, you know, working on my game felt that confidence. So like what kind of advice would you give, you know, the younger generation or anybody who is trying to get their confidence up or, you know, just advice in general? Uh, my conf- my my advice would be stay in the gym, you know, stay, stay to your – your day one thing, you know, stay in the gym, keep working on yourself. Um, Cause again, you get better, your confidence grows. Um, so staying in the gym, you know, working on the things that you're not comfortable with, um, really stepping outside of your comfort zone, just, you know, stay into the grind, grind it out. You, know, you can only get better um, by staying in the gym. So I, I would say, you know, stick to your roots, grind a little bit, you know, it may not be easy. It may not be something that you, you want to do, but if you want to get better, you got to stay in the gym. All right. So like what, like now, you know, you graduated, what, what's the next step? What are you, you know? So my next step is to play professionally, um, hopefully overseas. You know, that's the goal. That's been the goal since I was younger. Um, something that I always wanted to do. So I'm just, you know, waiting on that process and staying ready, you know, keep working out. And, and preparing for that. So that that's the goal for the next step. All right. And so my last question for you, Leah, is like, what do you, what is something that you want people to know about you and your worth ethic? <laughs> um, that even though my role changed from one school to the other, um, I felt like I still was the same person, like the same player. Um, and at Zave, my assistant turnover ratio is you know, very high. And then at Marshall, again, even with my role transferring to being, you know, more of a scorer, it still was really high. Um, I think at Xavier, I was top 10 on assists. Uh, a lot of people don't, you know, may not know that. Um, and I think, I feel like a lot of people don't pay attention to that stat. They see, you know, oh, did, did, did she score this month? Or um, how many points is she is she scored a game? How many how many points is she averaging? But it's the little things. So I think um, I would want people to realize the little things that I did um, throughout my career. Not necessarily, you know, did she score a bunch of points? I mean, yeah, I did. I was a thousand point scorer, um, so I could score the ball. But it's the little things, you know, the steals. Um, I think at some point I was, you know, top in the conference in steals, um, and again, top in assists, top in assist turnover ratio. 
I think, top 20 in the nation at one point. Um, so I think the little things about my game that people may not pay attention to that may not be in the stats um, or or they might not pay attention to in the stats is something that I, I want people to, you know, know about my game. Well, that is all the questions I have. I just want to say thank you. Thank um, you. For answering the questions. Thank you for asking me. Again, Kia Civil is one of my closest friends and former teammate at Marshall University. Um, for those who are listening, stay tuned for the next episode. Again, we'll have different interviews um, with different players um, from all different locations, some local here in West Virginia, some you know, out of state, um, but all college players, you know, great careers, and, and some of them are playing professionally and, and having a great start to that professional, you know. So stay tuned and glad that you guys are listening and look forward to the next episode. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.